Welcome to the Social Authority Podcast with Amy Schmidauer. That's me. This show is for you, a rising star in your industry, ready to produce your authority and share it with the world. Let's get started. What's up, socials? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Authority Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. As we are closing out Tech Week at SavvySexySocial.com, posted a lot of video content this week summing up my experience in Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show, so it just seemed appropriate to just theme it Tech Week. So today is going to follow suit with that with an interview that I did with Austin Evans from youtube.com slash Austin Evans, great tech reviewer, 1.2 million subscribers on his channel, just incredible work, and a great mentor of mine as well as friend. So very excited to bring this conversation because it was so much fun. You know, we were just hanging out and constantly just talking about YouTube and mindsets of a creator and just actionable items. And I was like, oh my God, every time we talk, I just wish I was recording it for a podcast. (laughs) And uh, so we decided to at least take one of those topics and turn it into an episode. So you may have caught a, a quick glimpse of it at uh, the YouTube channel on Wednesday. I shared a little bit of our conversation, but here is the rest of it for you. Before we get into that, I want to give a big shout out to our bandwidth sponsor, the lovely people at AWeber, helping to support you in your email marketing campaigns. Get started with them for 60 days for free, just because you're my friend, by going to SavvySexySocial.com slash Aweber, A-W-E-B-E-R. That link is also in the show notes. Just tap your artwork, click that link. I would never recommend anyone else because they are so fantastic. I rely on them every day as I continue to really focus around growing my list. Love all of the options to segment, have multiple lists, and uh, the analytics are off the hook. So go to SavvySexySocial.com slash Aweber to get in on some email marketing action totally for free for 60 days and you'll be supporting the show. Thank you so much for checking that out. I'm not going to wait any longer to bring you this incredible conversation with Austin about creating YouTube content. If you have any interest whatsoever, you must listen to this. We're talking to somebody that really knows what they're doing when it comes to context of platform and growing a following there that turns into an incredible business model. So stay tuned for that and you are not going to be disappointed. Mr. Evans, Mm -hmm. welcome back to the podcast. I am coming back, aren't I? You're back. I feel like it was called something else last time I was here. It sure was, but I hear somebody named Austin Evans didn't like the name, so I went ahead and changed it. No, we're not getting into that. We're not getting (laughs) into that. No, but you've been on the podcast a couple of times, I was, uh, was the last time was with Don, right? The first time was with Don. Was it the first time? Mr. Tic Tac. Mr. Tic Tac. At the oh, time, he was Mr. Tic Tac. He's not Tic Tac anymore. Uh, and the last time was with Marquez, was this mm-hmm. time last year. Oh, it was we Marquez, at, yeah. Mm-hmm. CES. Yeah. And it was VidCon the year before that, it right? It was VidCon. The, yeah, it was like, that would have been just like six months before. Anyway, we've had a lot of good talks about YouTube. Yeah, I feel like we've been like doing the podcast pregame all day long. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my God, I wish I had a microphone right now because this conversation is so interesting. So here we are. It's kind of 
late, my last night hanging out. I'm in LA with you right now at the Team Crispy headquarters. Mm -hmm. Um, and I said, we need to make a video. And you were like, let's make a video and a podcast at the same time. And I was like, what? I've never done that before. But only with Austin Evans could I do that because of the equipment that is here. It is quite impressive. And I don't have to do as much work because you're going to show me how to do everything. So uh, yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> okay. So I kind of wanted to just pick up the conversation we had earlier. I'm going to bring everybody up to speed right now. Sure. Because... It was so interesting to me. I mean, let's first give some context to our relationship for anyone that doesn't know. Mm -hmm. You and I met at Playlist Live, I think it would have been 2012? Yeah, like four years ago. Yeah. And uh, at the time, we were both... It was like we we connected because we were both the little like sponsored kids yeah. on the show floor. Yeah. Like we each had our own... You were working with Corel. I was working mm -hmm. with Raw, which was a juice company. And I thought, wow, this guy's so cool. He's got like... 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I <laughs> think 1%. I had like a thousand mate. I don't even know. That was, uh, and it was when I had the Schmittastic yeah, channel. Yeah. It wasn't Savvy Sexy Social didn't exist yet. Um, so anyway, that's how we met. We've been very good friends ever since. Just sort of hang out at different conferences. It was really Just VidCon. CES. CES. We did again here. I think this is like the third year we really hung out at CES. Yeah. But yeah, so we go way back. But to say, to sort of like make context around that with where you are today, I mean, you're at what, 1.2 million subscribers now? Um, and just an, a tremendous amount of success as one of the top tech reviewers on Thank YouTube. You. You're absolutely welcome. I, I, I think it's true. I wouldn't, you know, just make, you wouldn't make lie to that me. up. Wouldn't make that <laughs> up. But um, there's, I think there's a lot of great reasons for it. I mean, we are in the. Team Crispy headquarters, which means you surround yourself with people that lift yeah. you higher and make you better and have motivated you. And they're also doing really well. Uh, Jonathan Morrison from TLD Today. Mm -hmm. Marquez Brownlee from MKBHD is a really good friend of yours. Um, you know, Lou from Lux Therapy Lou, Jet. Yeah. I mean, like, there's all the people. All the people. And, <laughs> and it's, I love that because that contributes to the argument that I continue to give people about being around people that are oh, going absolutely. to make you better and offer that perspective. But... Uh, you've seen quite the experience of <laughs> being a YouTuber since I met you yeah. to today. And um, to kind of bring it back to the conversation we had earlier, I know I'm, I'm doing a lot of talking, but I really want to kind of set the tone for <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, what are you doing talking on this podcast? I know, I know, but I, I, I feel like all of this is really important because we, we were kind of talking about uh, people who are really taking YouTube on as a full-time gig. And I consider myself as a YouTuber a, to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I, I want to use a lot of similar tactics, ideally, but it truly is an inbound marketing tool for me to right. fuel my business. So, I, But regardless of that, I think we were just sort of talking about this idea that somebody wants to use YouTube to build a business to be a YouTuber. Mm, right. And that truly be it. You That's know, it. That's create great content. Everything is around YouTube. Absolutely. Exactly. And um, work on sponsorships and deals like that, maybe even some affiliate marketing here and there, but um, Google AdSense contributing to the revenue model, a lot of things like that. Very much like a typical YouTuber. Right. That's, you know, still like a very small percentage of the population on YouTube because yes. the, the <laughs> ones that are actually successful and can sustain a business around this are. You need massive views to absolutely. Be able to do that. It's, it's absolutely. very difficult to, to try to get it started. Yeah. Right. But that's where we really pick up the conversation here, mm. right? Because I think the people that want to make that happen know that. And uh, we were talking about this idea that people think they're doing things right, 
because they're doing things their way or they're doing things the way right. they want to. And they want to kind of place blame in a lot of other different directions for not getting the results that they would like yeah, to. Yeah, so I think that's the thing. I think that's something that bothers me just like a lot of people do in life, right? Mm -hmm. Everything, like, bad happens to everyone, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, there's something like your house burns down oh, or yep, your... Oh, yep, experience in that area, pe People unsubscribe <laughs> from your channel and say something mean. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think it's very easy in life to mm -hmm. kind of to blame someone else. And don't get me wrong, I think a lot of times it's not your fault. But I think there always is some kind of deeper level where... Maybe you could have done something different. Maybe you could have put yourself in a slightly different situation. And I think above and beyond all of that, I think it's a good mental place to be able to question, not to be insecure, but to question your own decisions. Like, am I actually doing the right thing? Because I think it's easy to kind of just blindly go through life and everything's not your fault. And I find that people who do that typically have a lot of problems. And it's not like, oh, it's just everyone against me. And I think it's a similar thing on YouTube where oh, well, I should have a million subscribers. I don't because YouTube hates me. Mm. Or I don't because people haven't found me. I mean, I'm not saying that that's 100% right or wrong, but I think it's it's a it's a view that I see a lot of people take that, oh, it's not my fault, right? right? And I think you have to put it, even if you're being unreasonably unfair to yourself, I think that's a healthy thing to be able to constantly like, well, this video didn't do as well as I want. It's probably because it didn't do well, but let me see if I can do something about it anyway, right? right. I think that's something that... Is, is very valuable to me to make sure that I have that mindset. I have to be in that frame of reference where if a video does not do as well, the series doesn't do as well, if the channel's not doing as well, it's my fault, I need to fix it. I can't wait for someone to come in and fix it all for me. Absolutely, and I think this is true in any type of business whatsoever. It's not just YouTube. It's, it's oh, why didn't the product sell? Why didn't, right. didn't it do as well? Why didn't it sell like hotcakes? I really tried to survey my audience and it's they said they wanted it. Well, did they say it with their wallets? You know, that's mm. what we talk about a lot in terms of like pre selling and having uh, good product sales based on that, it's the same thing. If you can't look at this thing that failed mm. according to what your goals were, maybe were those unreasonable goals, that's one thing, but like, did it fail for some reason? And then to say, okay, well, that's just something I need to scrap altogether because it's right. just dumb and stupid and didn't work, And but it was a great idea. Or do you look at it and say, what could we have done differently to optimize this as an opportunity to learn going forward? Yeah. And that's where I feel like people are missing the boat on YouTube. I think we see in a lot of different scenarios, um, this is what I really want to do on YouTube, so that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to plug ahead and plug ahead, and then after five videos or ten videos, and it's like, okay, this isn't working, but looks like um, Austin's doing PC builds, so I'm going to do that too, because now I'm too scared to do what I'm doing. Right. I'm going to go do what I think somebody else is doing really, really well so I can just replicate that success because I, I don't know how to stick to my own idea and right. make it better. Right, and I mean, I think... Everything is built on the thing that was before it, right? Like, there are no incredibly unique and original ideas. I think it's about finding your niche and being able to build on top of what people have done before you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, so let's say you start a tech YouTube channel today. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different world than it was back in 2009 when I started, right? I mean, there was there are basic things that everyone's kind of developed and copied, and, like, that's just the standard, right? Like, it's not like everyone, like, oh, I took... I shot a video with a DSLR, and I did it on a fluid head, and it's all pretty. Like, that's not something, sure, someone was the first to do that, but it's not like, oh, I'm going to copy everyone else, right? Like, there are certain fundamentals that are there. Yeah. I think it's more of a case of taking those fundamentals, the things that will work versus the things that don't, taking those things and making your own spin on it. So whether that's a specific, unique type of content, your personality, some mix of the two, it's always going to be 
a little bit of this, a little bit of that to make your own unique thing. It's not going to be, I see this person, they're doing something I really like, I wanna do that thing, mm -hmm. right? Like, it's great to have inspiration, it's a different thing to try to do a carbon copy. And that's something that, I mean, I can understand. It's a fine line, it's a, just, it's all shades of gray, right? Like, yeah. it's very easy to be like, oh man, I really like this person, I'm gonna start copying stuff. Or on the other way, like, oh, I see what they're doing, I don't wanna do that, I gotta do my own thing, and then you come far off. So, it's all shades of gray, and it's, it's really vague sometimes, but I think, the important thing is to know is that you've got to find your own unique voice, find what works for you, and stick to it. And if it doesn't work, you got to bail on it. You Absolutely. can't you can't stick around in it forever and hope that it works. The funny thing is that the good news is that this is just the wrong way to be that that idea of like oh, I'm just going to take that idea and like do the same thing. That that's the wrong way of learning from YouTube and executing steps that you see success in because the reality is you can still do that mm -hmm. just for different things, right? We were talking about the key components of just a basically good video. And that means you can still be yourself, you can still choose your brand, you can still choose your content, you can still identify your avatar and who you talk to on a regular basis and who your perfect customers or subscribers are and be able to still really zero in on that but know that there are certain things about a YouTube video or a YouTube presence, a YouTube channel, YouTube SEO right. that just work if you yes. put them in place for your specific brand and content. I'm gonna rant for a second, is okay. that cool? Yeah, let's go. Okay, rant time. Something, and kind of coming back to the first thing we were talking about as far as like people like to blame things on each mm -hmm. other or blame things on it's not my fault, it's, right. it's YouTube, it's whatever. I think one of the things that kind of surprised me, and it's not like a huge deal or anything like that, but because it's very understandable, YouTube is a black box, right? Like we can poke at it, we can prod at it, it spits something out and we take what we can from it, right? Like it's, it's difficult to understand. There's a lot of moving parts, there's sure. a lot of stuff that just is, it's very difficult and there's luck, right? Like yeah. a video just happens to be at the right place at the right time, you know, it blows up. Right. But I think there is a very basic lack of understanding from a lot of content creators as far as what how YouTube works and why videos do well, right? I see a lot of people who they'll create a channel, they'll work on it, it's fun, then they find something that works and they stick to it because I mean that makes sense, you know, if you find that one thing that starts working, but then there's a lack of kind of like understanding of why it works. Mm -hmm. And then as things change, things are always changing. If you make the exact same video for five years in a row, the audience is different, the platform is different, everything is different, right? Like, it, you cannot do it. You have to adapt or you die. Mm -hmm. And I think that people who don't think too much about, like, why is this actually working and just kind of roll with it, like, hey, I figured something out. Cool, I'm going to do this forever. I, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a... There's just a kind of a surprising lack of just fundamental basics of why things work. I think people are just too quick to just kind of accept it as opposed to breaking down especially the failures, but also the the strengths and the positives and the things that do well. I think if you don't understand why something does well, how do you hope to replicate in the future besides just making a carbon copy? Mm -hmm. It might work for a couple videos, a couple months, a couple years, but it's not gonna work forever until you get to the root of why is this doing well? And there's so many analytics YouTube gives. There's so much information. There's so much just watching other people's videos and seeing what works, what doesn't. There's so much out there. And I think that that's one of the things that, especially in the last few years, I've become very passionate about is understanding as much as I can about it and trying to make more informed decisions based on that. Mm -hmm. So, uh like a million different things in there. Like, <laughs> I, I know, I know. I get I, I get fired up about this stuff. Well, well, the one thing that stands out to me is just like exactly what you said. Like you could do the exact same video every single year. Let's right. just say like editorially it makes sense. Maybe mm -hmm. it's a season or something like that. 
but people forget about context of platform. Not only context of the platform YouTube, but context of where YouTube is at any state and time. Right. So just like you were saying, like you can do that video over and over and over, but it needs to be better year over year because right. of the context, not because, not just because you as a creator are going to get progressively better. Absolutely. You get better by recognizing the entire environment of which that video is being consumed. Everything is moving, right? You're moving, the platform is moving, the audience is moving. It's all moving at all times, mm -hmm. right? I mean, so I think a good example would be if you look at a magazine, right? So you read a magazine, say it's about cars or fashion or whatever. So maybe they're reviewing something and it's fairly standard, okay? Mm -hmm. Magazines have been around forever. Right. YouTube's been around for 10 years. The difference between YouTube now and five years ago is just night and day. It's insane how much has changed in the last five years. Yeah. And I think that 20 years from now, there's gonna be a lot more things locked down. People are gonna understand it more, but it's still the Wild West, right? I, I think things have gotten better. There's like billion dollar companies who've been kind of spread out out of YouTube at this point. Yeah. But I still think it's very new. And I think that if you're not willing to adapt and you're not kind of taking all the knowledge you can and trying to constantly adapt and constantly change, even things that do well, I think it's, it's super easy, right? It's like, hey, look, I did this awesome video. I'm gonna keep making them. They're getting great views. They're helping the channel. I mean, I was absolutely guilty of this, right? Yeah. But you can't coast. You've always gotta be trying to find that next level up the thing as much as you can. I'm so, oh, it, it just. Yeah. No, it, it's good. It's good that you get fired up about this yeah. because it's, it, again, it's just like anything else. You need to stay focused but you also need to have that determination mm. in order to see where your focus could be really effective, but it can also hold you back. Because yes. sometimes it will keep you in the vacuum and then you're really not recognizing what's going on around. So I know that this is, um, a, you know, such a typical question to ask, <laughs> but I really want something executable to come out of this. So right. I, if you could just maybe start somewhere with this idea around like, okay, Literally, how are you not doing this in your YouTube videos? Or how oh, are you easy. not thinking about this easy. in your YouTube videos? Like, what would something like that be? Um, a really good example is that today I was talking to Matt Pierce, who works in the Team Crispy right. um, offices, and he's a, a producer, sort mm -hmm. of helps with a ton of stuff with TLD today, and your, your stuff as well. And, and Huge help, absolutely. It, it was really funny, we were talking about how long you guys talk about picking out a custom thumbnail. Yeah. And it's like, what do you think about this? Like, oh, it needs to be pinker or brighter or you change the, the angle details. or whatever. Yeah. And it was so funny that we were talking about that because somebody that was watching that video and that video is available at Savvy Sexy Social, they may have never even uploaded a custom thumbnail. So that's a really <laughs> prime example of something that you guys sweat hard because it's that. Yeah. And, and I do as well, that first visual thing that people see before they make the decision to watch your video. And there are some people not even using that option, optimizing that option, mm. or really back checking it. So that's one example. You Absolutely. can go into that one if you want, but can you think of another one that's very clear like that, that yes. how are you not doing yes. this if you're making YouTube content? Retention. Mm, please YouTube. talk about this, this is, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So YouTube has fantastic analytics, right? Mm -hmm. Just like across the board, the, YouTube gives you so much information about your videos, where views come from, where they are. I mean, there's so much information that you can learn by really diving deep on analytics. Mm -hmm. But I think the most important thing is the retention tool. Mm -hmm. So basically, if you're not familiar with it, if you go into analytics, it will show you a graph of how many people are watching the video from start to finish, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously every video starts off at 100%, but 15 seconds in are 90% of people watching, mm -hmm. 80, 70, mm -hmm. 60. Because if you're losing also, people- Also, you were looking at my 
my analytics and you were I like, was. oh, there seems to be a big drop off here. You're like, man, that's not good. But we went back and it wasn't 100%. I had a higher retention oh, yes. than that because if people rewind, yes. you actually have a higher retention. Yes. So, for example, if there was a five second video and mm -hmm. someone watches it and, like, oh, that's really funny and rewatches it, then that video may have more than 100%. You, oh, you are correct. It yeah. is possible no, for no, higher no, no. than 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, it's good. It's. I just wanted to make sure that was said because someone's right. like, whoa. This one has more than that. Like, what does that mean? I don't understand. But yeah. it's possible to have higher retention because people rewind. And you'll see spikes, right? Yeah. So, like, if you're say you have a five minute video and there's like a really funny moment, like two and a half minutes in, you'll probably see a spike because some people are gonna uh, rewind it. Mm. So, there's a lot to do with uh, you know retention stuff. But basically, the higher the retention, the better for a ton of reasons, right? So, one of the big things is we all try to please the algorithm gods of right. YouTube, right? Like, right. we go, okay, I need to get higher in search. I need to get higher in related videos. I need to get higher everywhere right like that's that's the goal and retention has traditionally been a very very key part of doing that YouTube wants to keep people on the site for as long as possible so if they're watching a video they click on it five seconds later they click away they want to penalize that video on the other hand if you do a 10 minute video and you're able to go ahead and push it all the way through and you get 70% retention people go look we just got seven extra minutes of site time this is great they watch three more videos after that something they really want to encourage right now things are changing YouTube Red has absolutely changed that up where it's less about the percentage watch and it's more about how much time you spend on the site right but even with if you just completely throw all that out like just the, purely the fact of seeing what people are watching on your channel if people are watching 100% they start dropping off at certain points that is incredibly valuable right, right? so if you're doing so say for example you have an intro mm -hmm. and you're constantly seeing people dive out and people are bailing on the video during the intro you may want to go ahead and drop that thank you um, there's a lot that you can go do go back there. and rewind that you guys yeah. I talk about the intro all the time don't even like I, I even tell people not to introduce themselves you right. however of course introduce yourself I don't have a, a choice shtick. I don't have a choice it's a shtick <laughs> it's a different thing but I think that the, the the average person listening to this podcast makes their first YouTube video to go on mm. and say, hi, my name is Amy and I'm from this business. Right. Blah, 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 blah. And it's very easy to make it a super dry intro. Other end of the spectrum, you're taking full advantage of who you are, where you're mm. from, and you end up making like this 15 second right. trailer, like welcoming people mm. to your video. And that's a significant amount of time yes. that somebody's if they discovered you in search, clicked play, and they're like, okay, I really just wanted the answer to my question. Like, <laughs> could you just get to that, please? Right. That that can really hold you back. And it's even more than that, right? So, like, if there's a specific part of the video that you get more attention on, less, whatever, mm -hmm. there's so much to learn. So, even if you throw away, like, the analytical side, which is important. I don't yes. care what anyone says. Like, there, the, YouTube absolutely does, to, you know, kind of keep that and take that into account. But just being able to learn more about your content is super valuable. Absolutely. So if there's one thing that you need to start doing that you're not, get into the analytics, get into the retention, and kind of learn. There's so much to figure out there. And the more people are watching, even if YouTube doesn't care, people are spending more time on your videos. Mm -hmm. They're more likely to watch more. There's so many things. So the there's, retention is important. And there's even more that you probably don't even, if you are diving into your analytics, then mm -hmm. you're, you're definitely uh, uh, get on the right track. Right. But there's still, I mean, I spend time in my analytics, and yet you did a deep dive of my analytics, mm -hmm. and you were like, Amy, did you make this video an ad? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. And there was apparently somehow one of my videos ended up being an ad. It was somehow paid to be an ad. Right. But I didn't do that because apparently there's a way to do that. that YouTube somebody... sometimes runs as ads. I mean, if I wanted to, I could go and buy ad inventory against your channel. I mean, right. there's lots of different ways of doing that. So what's really interesting is that, out. yeah, that, that was an, a retention analytic mm -hmm. that I was like, I had no idea it was even there. I did. I looked at it and I was like, I don't know what that is. I one of the things is so it's easy to, and this is something I've done traditionally in the past, is put the video up and move on to the next one. Yeah. But 
it's really helpful to kind of take a step back maybe a day, two days later, look at the analytics, see how things go, consider maybe like, hey, the title actually didn't work as well as I thought. Right. Tweak the title, tweak the thumbnail, right. keep the videos up to date. But most importantly, think about like the retention, the analytics, and there's so much to learn there as far as like just like how many people watching, um, where the views are coming from. So sometimes you'll find like, oh look, this video has a lot of views from Reddit. Mm -hmm. What Reddit is that from, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can reach out to that community. There's all kinds of stuff that you can do if you spend the time to go into the analytics and learn. It's I cannot so, preach that enough. <laughs> and it, because it's so easy to say, oh, uh, this this video got more views mm -hmm. or less views than usual. So you yes. can look at that number and easily just go like, oh, less views? Oh, the video sucked, okay. Mm -hmm. More views, like, awesome, let's keep going. Right. And just, but either way, you mm -hmm. must go back and find out you can learn the root of the good or the root of the bad that yeah. happened mm -hmm. because of that. And the thing is that you can have a video that bombed that had amazing retention, right? Like it's not like a one-to-one -one where, totally. oh, I got 10% extra retention, so I got 10% more views. It's not like that. It's just more of like, so just to kind of put it as like an analogy, it's not really an analogy, it's actually pretty straight. Um, so <laughs> for example, when we were in uh, Las Vegas for CES, mm -hmm. there are some screening rooms where TV ch uh, the channels will say, hey, can you come watch right. this, give us information and stuff. Like, okay, so people will sit in a room, watch a TV show, answer qu trivia, all this yeah. kind of stuff, questions. We have a tool that does that automatically that YouTube gives in a perfect little graph that all these companies spend millions of dollars trying to like research and stuff. We have all that at our fingertips, yeah. right? It's super valuable to kind of find that out. You can break down all kinds of crazy stuff. So use analytics, spend as much time as you can trying new things, see how they perform. Oh, I, get, I get like... <laughs> so, okay, let's say somebody's never created a YouTube video right. ever. They're starting a channel. They can't really dive into analytics. No, I think you, you have to start. But like yeah. you start... What, let's say they start and they go back and they look at their first video mm -hmm. and it's got a terribly small sample size. Right. Like, what What do you do in that scenario? Because you really don't have something that's going to tell not, you whether or not you had success. It's not something to do, like, you're not going to go deep on your analytics for your first video. Right. You're not really going to go deep on your analytics for your fifth video, mm -hmm. right? I think after you kind of get a footing of like what you think is working, I think that's when you kind of dive in, right? Okay. So when you're three months in, you're like, okay, I'm starting to feel comfortable, then maybe it's the time to really spend a deep dive and kind of understand where retention is, what does well, what doesn't, and start kind of shaping your future content strategy based on that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's gonna be like, I upload a video, eight of my friends watch, I have 145% retention, I'm the greatest YouTuber ever. Yeah. I think you, it's not quite that simple. Totally, but what's crazy about this is it just brings, brings it back to like the bigger picture here is mm. that what is the average number of YouTube videos before somebody gives up? The average yes. number of podcasts that mm. go out and before someone says, oh, this just didn't work, I quit, is like seven. So to think about that in YouTube terms, and, mm -hmm. I, and, and I don't know what the actual number is, I'm just trying to put this in into context, right? I'm gonna give up after seven videos, but you never even had a sample size or anything Kay. really to tell you what you were doing right or wrong. Yes. So what do you really do in those beginning stages? Because first and foremost, you just have to know you're gonna be making videos for a little while before you even oh, know absolutely. if things are going well. Okay, so we actually hung out with a guy at CES who had almost 100,000 subscribers in less than a year. That's wow. insane, crazy, wow. over the top. But on the other hand, our good buddy Marquez, yeah. he spent the first year of his channel with like 100 subscribers. He has over 3 million now. If he would have given up after that first 100 videos wow. and 100 subscribers. What a, great, what a great thing for people to know about Marquez. Right. Because everybody wants to say like, oh, everybody's an overnight success. Like, <laughs> absolutely oh not. my gosh. But I think there's absolutely a, a level of you have to be passionate about it. You have to spend that extra time and go, oh man, I can't wait to make that next video. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's a, definitely an element of, oh, I don't really want to do analytics. It's not fun. I just 
want to have fun. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's absolutely something to that. I think yeah. the analytics are more for like, oh, this needs to be my job, or this needs to be a or serious part. Or this needs to be a serious inbound stream right. of, of, of discovery for my business. Absolutely, yeah. and that's where you get more serious. Yeah. But I mean, as long as you're passionate about it and you're willing to continuously improve, there are so many tools available that allow you to do that that's crazy not to be using them. I rest my case. I love it. <laughs> I think we end on that note. I think you and I could talk about this into the wee hours. So we, probably we will. must put a stop to this. Stop recording. No, no, no. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I gotta at least tell people where to follow you. Austin Evans. YouTube.com slash Austin Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the best tech review there is well, on the internet in 4K and probably 4K. better if you're listening to this far into the future. <laughs> uh, but thanks for being such a good friend to me and for coming on the show for Absolutely. a third time. Um, I love learning from you because <laughs> it's always quite the revelation, which is why I'm like, why do I keep going to the Consumer Electronics Show? Like, <laughs> it's I to go it's hang like, out and look at analytics with me. Right, that's why. It's like <laughs> kind of something I like, and I love Vegas, but more than anything, just getting to see the work uh, that you're doing, as well as getting to know Jonathan and Lou and Marquez better over the years. It's definitely bringing an amazing perspective for me because it can again i i just keep saying vacuum but it's very easy to be in a business vacuum when you're like my product is the best and everything Mm -hmm. is everything's great and i'm just got to tell the whole world how great my product is i see the light in terms of okay the life of the youtuber and that's really where i originate um and and seeing what you guys are doing the context of youtube now taking into consideration you've got to create awesome content not just an awesome product because that's what's going to introduce people to who you are and what you do and why you do it. Mm-hmm. That would make them even want to do business with you in the future. So thank you very much for being a valuable part of my business. I'm always trying to be valuable, so I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs>